I am so like in awe. Like I'm in awe because like you are one of the few men, when a man, that are in connection with what they really want. And this is crazy because not like you're in sync with what you want. You know what you want and you're working towards what you want. And you're not scared to say, oh, I feel this. Why do I feel this? Like you're not scared to get in contact with your emotions. And it's crazy because you're aware of everything. And I'm like, I, I have huge respect for that because so many guys I know, they're not very emotionally intelligent. They're extremely avoidant. They try not to think or feel or try to understand why they're feeling a certain way. Even though I feel like, in my opinion, when you get in contact with... All right. <clears throat> that is it for that. So, yeah, I got that message yesterday. That was That was such a great message. And... I really, really want to lead by example. You know, I'm not, I'm not perfect by any means, but I aim to really help liberate others by really me being myself to the max that I can be. And with that comes like me sharing like, bro, I'm not fucking perfect. And I fuck up and I am human, dude. Like I'm, I'm human. Why do, why do we pretend that we are not all having a human experience. You know, all of us go through fucking challenges and we deal with them differently. But like, bro, like we have emotions that can be really intense and people deal with those emotions in different ways. And sometimes they're not the most fucking healthy ways, bro. You know, like alcohol or drugs and there's, there's all kinds of things, man. Like even social media, it's like people, I, w I had this thought last night, man, as I was sleeping, I was like, bro, people are slaves to their phone. No, like actual slaves to their phone where they, they just can't help but just be on it all the time. And myself included, man, like I, I've got off social media, but I still find myself having this constant need to check my messages and check to see if anybody texted me and uh, even going on YouTube or maybe watching a video it's it's not easy to be human it definitely is it's definitely challenging and I aim to just do my best to rise above man and I feel like I've been chosen to rise above I don't feel like it's any coincidence whatsoever that I am who I am and I've been able to find myself in the situations that I found myself in. I put in fucking work, man, for years. For years I put in work. I mean, bro, years of not even seeing great results and just feeling emotionally confused and feeling like what is going on and feeling so afraid feeling afraid like, yo, am I going to really be able to make something of myself? Am I going to be able to do something that I really want to do? 
And bro, like I, I had so much fear over not doing something with my life and 21 years old and just putting in all this effort and reading all these books and not seeing a difference in my life. 22 years old, reading books, putting all this effort, not seeing results, 23 years old. And it's, it's tough to go on for years with that. And then, you know, I started to gain some wins. And when I was, when I was 23 in particular, I uh, really, really showed up uh, LA Fitness. You know, I, I really crushed it when I was working there for uh, the first half that I was working there. And the second half, I think, I think I could have done better. And I also feel like I wasn't really put in the best position to be able to succeed. I also believe that, yes, I can take responsibility for things. And at the same time, it's also really difficult and challenging to thrive when you don't have a leader who you respect and a leader who is in a position where you you got to look up to them in terms of for like orders and all this kind of stuff. But they aren't really competent. So there's only so much that I can do. And there's a lot of wasted energy towards like frustration and all that kind of stuff uh, where it could really be utilized for something better. But that was the position that I was in. But that was when I really first saw my first win, you know, like big win for myself because I was able to pay for a program that was $2,700. That's not even including my travel, my food, and my hotel stay. It ended up coming up to about $3,200 that I had invested in a uh, in like two and a half days of coaching. And I, I was surprised that I did it. I actually fucking made it happen. But bro, and then even after that, you know, just still like working hard, you know, did my morning hustlers and worked my fucking ass off. Waking up at 4 a.m. every day during the pandemic and leading a community. It was beautiful, bro. It was fucking beautiful. And there was a lot of challenge that came with it. And I'll tell you what I feel most appreciative of uh, these days. I mean, this this means the absolute world to me. My older sister is like a... She's my oldest sister, and at the same time, she had... She she really took on the role of older sister. You know, she really took on that role. And in a sense, you can say she's like my second mother. And she used to take me to school when I was a kid. And she used to pick me up from school. And, you know, she used to be responsible for feeding me. And uh, she took care of me, man. And she and there were years after I graduated from high school for years I went to her house one to three times a week consistently for years for years leading all the way up to me living with her and my brother-in-law and their family uh, for uh, the duration of the pandemic you know just a little bit before the pandemic so like in 2019 to 2021 so I lived with them for like a year and a half and my oldest sister, she was not 
as quick to really be in huge support with my entrepreneurial journey. You know, she has her college education and that really worked out well for her in terms of what she's doing with her life. And um, I really felt like I had uh, to really prove something to her, you know, like prove that, hey, like I, I can do something. And it took years, years upon years of putting in work for her. Like today, she looks at me with so much admiration and so much belief and she supports me so much. And just to know that she's in my corner, man, I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it. Because I, re- I feel like I really had to earn it. I feel like I really had to earn her belief and her support. She was real the whole way through, you know? She was real. And just for her to, st- just to see the switch in her face, you know, it's just to see the switch in her being just to see how much she supports me and how much she loves me and how much she believes in me. This, this, it's like the best feeling in the world. It feels so amazing to have somebody that I love so much and I look up to and I feel like I had something to prove to them and to finally feel like, okay, I know they were on my side the whole time, but for them to see like, yo, okay, I can see you actually do have a really promising future with what you're doing. Like, I believe in you tremendously. And just to have my older sister's love for that is is everything, bro. It brings so much joy to my heart. It brings so much joy to my heart. It's been a journey, I mean, it probably took me about eight years for me to really be able to earn that respect and to earn that admiration and to earn that support. And I don't want to make it seem like she didn't like support me and all this kind of stuff or she didn't like respect me or or nothing like that. Like it was always all love. However, she just was like, she's my older sister, right? She had her worries like, okay. Like, yo, like, getting a college education is a safe way to go, and you can really get security, and, like, you know, she's coming from a great place. It's not like she was coming from a place where she tried to bring me down. She just really wanted to make sure that I was good. And at the same time, it's not like she always brought up college education or anything like that. She never made me feel that. Like, I'm making a mistake. There'll just be times where, you know, I, I know where she stood and she knew where I stood. And we didn't necessarily have, like, arguments or nothing like that. We we I don't even know if we ever had an argument, me and my older sister, man. I don't think we ever had an argument. I can't, I can't even think of one. I, I remember my older brother and my older sister having an argument when I was a kid. I remember that. Um... But yeah, I don't think I've ever had an argument with my older sister. And um, yeah, dude, we've been spending more, you know, quality time together, and it's it, it's just been so much more love, bro. 
And I think that deep down, we all just want to be loved. And we want to be loved despite our imperfections. We want to be loved despite our fears. We want to be loved despite our insecurities. We want to be loved uh, for who it is that we are. You know, we want to be seen for who we are. You know, we want to be appreciated for who we are. We don't like conditional love, right? What kind of love is it where we feel like I only love you when you're achieving. I only show you love when you're doing well. I only show you love when you complete your tasks. You know, like that's, that's tough, man. That's fucking tough. And just to have somebody who just really, really fucking loves you, bro, is the best. Especially someone who you really love, right? Someone you really care about. To have them in your corner uh, it it really helps elevate, and you know, God knows that during this time, like I need my older sister more than ever. You know, the love of my older sister, the love of having someone in my corner. You know, uh, someone who I respect and just love tremendously. There's a there's a music artist I've been talking about him lately on my podcast. His name is Mark Rebier. You spell his name R E B I L L E T. He's French, and he all his music is improvised. And he's a fucking great musician, dude. He is fucking amazing, and he's so inspiring because he's so great at what he does, and he's so positive. And he has a series on YouTube, it's called We Outside, where he'll set up his computer and he'll set up his keyboard and he'll set up his whole like setup and he'll just start playing music like out and about in public. And then you see a few people, they'll stick around and they'll listen and then you'll see a couple more people over time and then you'll see more people. The next thing you know is a little crowd. And the next thing you know, everybody's crowded around his table and everybody's jamming out. And my favorite episode that I've seen so far is episode 10. We outside episode 10. That is just creative genius. Oh, my God. It is so inspiring to watch that. I mean, to literally watch it, not just listen. I know with entrepreneurs, we feel like we might be losing time. We're just like we're watching this fucking two hour video of someone playing music. But yo, there's there's a lot of power to like being inspired. And one thing I, I really took from Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act, he said, search out things that like read the like the greatest literature. That's partially why I read Don Quixote. I was like, okay, let me read the best of the best then. Like, okay, well, let me, yeah, let me go look at the best art. And, you know, I read Don Quixote and I'm reading a really good book right now called The Brothers Karamazov. It's, uh, you can argue that this is one of the greatest novels ever written. And then it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to play music. I can play the ukulele sort of. And for me to see music created at its like a really high level is so inspiring for me. But not just that, 
there's something that's really fucking beautiful. Really fucking beautiful. If you wanna if you wanna see something that's just like fucking incredible, go to that video, We Outside, episode 10. Go to the one hour and three minute mark around 58 seconds and see the guy playing the saxophone and look at the crowd and i first look at the video and see bro there's nobody there's like a few people who like are listening to him at the very very beginning of the video it's a few people who are kind of gathered around listening to him and then scroll to that one hour and three minute 58 second mark and just look at that crowd and look at the vibes look at the unison look at them all like bobbing their head as they all jam out together and just remember this whole fucking thing was made up on the spot it was all improvised everything it's so fucking inspiring and it's so beautiful and I'm so glad I got off social media because with social media, bro, there's so much division. It's me versus this other person. I don't like this person because they think this. They believe this. This is, And then there's narratives that are being painted all the time. Like Everybody's fucking lying on social media. There are very few people who are keeping it real on social media. Very, very, very very few people and yeah bro like I, I had to get off of there man and when you when you see that video Mark Rebier rocking it out and you see people coming together there's no division there's no politics it's yo it's love we're humans we have come together to vibe out to really unify and feel good it's fucking beautiful bro and we need that we need that to be successful we need community we need people we need support we need good energy we need to unify when we divide there's, there's so much wasted energy. There's so much wasted potential from division because you're putting your focus towards things that don't matter as much. Most people major in minor things. I remember when Russia had invaded the Ukraine and there was a conversation I was having with a few people, and someone said some kind. Someone said a name. So and so has now, you know, touched base in Ukraine. And someone had asked, "Who is that person?" And the other person was like, "Oh, how embarrassing! You should know who this person is. They're a Russian general." And they were like offended. I'm like. And they're like, you should know these things. And to me, I'm like, yo, like, it's not that important. Like, that, like, this, this Russian general, like, means nothing to me in my life. This person has no idea who I am. My death would mean 
absolutely nothing to them. The death of my family would mean absolutely nothing to them. They don't know my friends. They don't know my family. They don't know what's important to me. Why does this, this person doesn't matter. This person carries no significance. Sure, this person has a title. He's a general. Who cares? He matters to his people, whoever he's around and whoever he make, is making a difference in. But I don't have control over that. But like, like we get so caught up in titles. We get so caught up in just things that don't matter as much, right? We find ourselves in frustration and people major in minor things. And we lose track of the big picture like, yo, like we can actually do something special and something beautiful and live amazing lives if we came together, if we supported each other. But social media doesn't push that narrative. The media doesn't push that narrative. The people, the things that have big microphones, right, that can really control how people think, they don't push that narrative in terms of unity. So it's like, bro, I gotta, I gotta stick through with like, all right, well, I can't really control what other people are saying, what other people are doing. But I'm gonna do my best with the little corner that I have in the world. I may not make a I may not mean a lot to a whole bunch of people in the world, but there's a few people that I mean the world to. And let me focus on them. Like let me focus on loving them and creating community with them and making a big difference for them in their lives and coming together and supporting them and yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bro. So, that's really where I'm sitting right now. It's like I feel really just so grateful that I have people that really matter to me, uh, support me. It's not just my older sister. It's that other person. I, I, I played that, bit, that message for you. It's not just that person. But I got people in my life that really believe in me, that really support what it is that I'm doing that can't wait for my book to be written and there are people out there who don't even know right now that they don't, they don't even know who I am they have no clue who I am but will one day come across my book and it will make a difference in their life and it's like bro like we need to elevate each other we need to help each other become great and not just that we can't just speak it we gotta lead, we gotta lead by example right we gotta be an example for other people to look up to. We have to lead from the front. You got to be somebody who is respectable. Not somebody who demands respect, but somebody who just earns respect. That's what I've come from. I don't want you, I'm not, I'm not trying to demand your respect. I really just want to lead by in a certain way that just naturally causes you to have respect for me. And I'm not saying that I'm the perfect way, perfect example for you to live by, but I want you to see there are certain aspects of me that you might really connect with and you might say, man, I want to I wanna be like that myself. I want to rise for what makes the most sense for me, but in that way, not necessarily imitating me, but taking a part of me and making it your own. 
and inspiring you to be great in that way. And I've been, I wrestle a lot with the idea of having kids. Like, do I want to have kids? Uh, it's mostly no, because I don't know if I want to bring a, a, a being into this world that I love so much. I don't know if I want them to experience this world. I don't know if I would feel good with the world owning the mind of my child. And it's not like I want to own the mind of my child. Like, what I really want to do is lead by example. But most of all, like, I want I want my, my child to really feel like they are brought up into a world that is supportive of, of them being their fullest self. And right now, the world doesn't support that. The world doesn't support people who are being like their fullest self. And that's a generalized statement. I there's some truth in there and there's also some like fault like you can come up with examples as to why that's false as well right like tony robbins is being himself and the world supports him right people fucking love tony robbins so i like to think like this is my gift to the world i may not have my legacy passed down my genes my legacy my legacy might be passed down just through the lives outside of my family that I've been able to impact and inspire them to be better and by them being their best selves and they feel called to be parents that they can really help be able to parent their children in a way that they feel like is really making a positive difference in the world and uh, and through my books as well, you know, my legacy through my books. And instead of living on through my genes, I, I live on through paper, you know, live on through the books that I write. At the same time, man, it's it's tough because I'm 27 years old. And um, in 15 years, I'll be 42. And there's a lot that can change in 15 years. You know, I, I might get to this point where I've done everything that I wanted to do and there's no stone left unturned. And then now I feel like, you know what? I did everything I wanted to do. I feel content with my life. And you know what? I would love to bring in another life into this world. I can see that happening. So... I always try to leave things open for like um, things to change, even though I haven't been the best about that in the past. You know, I've, I've definitely have my own dogmatic views and beliefs, but there's it's happened so many times where I changed my mind about something. At one point in my life, I felt very strongly about Jesus Christ being real. And then I felt very strongly in my life about there being no God. And I felt very strongly about being agnostic. And now I'm finding myself connecting with the higher source, right? Whether that's, that's God, Jesus, source, the universe, 
to me it's all the same thing personally and I don't mean that like offensively like to me and my heart this is what makes the most sense for me and I don't really think there's a one size fits all at least for me man like I I I don't I don't do well with rules whatsoever I don't do well with rules so that's like that's why it's tough for me to really follow a religion just because it's like I I listen a lot to myself I listen a lot to my own intuition and I feel like something that tells me no that's not right and this is the way that you should think like this I, that's I, I don't know it's kind of strange for me I, I don't I don't really that doesn't really sit well with me I don't like rules being imposed on my life never have so it, it's typical it's difficult for me to follow rules I feel I feel like rules are so silly I feel like rules and titles are silly so silly silly as fuck this person is important because they have this title they, they've done this. They're important. Like, bro, this person's just like me. This person takes a shit when they wake up in the morning. They take a piss. They have fucking challenges that they deal with. They're probably going through some kind of fucking something to do with their health or some shit. I don't fucking know, bro. But this person's just like me. This person has the same human experience as I do. What makes this person more important than me? This person is not more important than me. This person is my equal. We are both here on this earth. We're both trying to figure it out as we go. So titles are so silly to me. Rules are so silly. You're, you're supposed to be like this. You're, why? Rules are just things that, like, uh, rules are boundaries that people agree to. Like, oh, I agree. Like, I agree to this rule. But, like, it's it's made up. Even laws are made up. But there's serious consequences to, you know, depending on which laws you decide not to follow. And I follow most of the laws most of the time, you know. I fucking jaywalk and shit, you know. I fucking... Actually, I think jaywalking is legal now. Yeah, I actually think... Yeah, I think jaywalking is legal. <laughs> But yeah, you know, there's other, there's other shit. I'm not going to uh, incriminate myself, even though I've done that plenty of times here on this podcast. But yeah, rules are silly to me, man. It's like, why do I have to listen to that? Like, I don't, that doesn't make sense for me. Like, you can follow that. Like, I don't have to follow that. It doesn't make sense for me to follow that. It sounds like, it seems like something just to fucking try to, try to control me. But I don't mean that. Like, I don't look at it like that. Like, oh, you're trying to control me. It's just like. Uh, no, like that doesn't liberate me. That doesn't feel good in my body. I I don't want to listen to that. Doesn't that doesn't make sense to me? That is dumb. So I'm not gonna do it. But uh, the point that I was looking to make was my mind changes uh, a lot. You know, there are things that I felt very certain about that I ended up changing later on in my life. You know, and I I believe in God these days, and I feel very strongly about that. And I don't necessarily feel the need to try to push that on other people. I don't need to shove it down people's throat. I need. To, I don't need to tell people, bro, God is real. Like, yo, for me, I don't even know if if God is real for everybody, bro. I don't know. I don't know that. I know that statement. What I just said doesn't make sense. But for me, like, 
it serves me to believe that and I feel I feel that and for me I feel like God wants me to be my best and if God didn't want me to be my best God would have designed me differently God would have designed me for me to if God wanted me to follow God's rules exactly how God had laid out they would have designed me that way and I think it did I think God did design me that way and for the way that God wanted me to be and that's why it is that I, the way that I am because God loves me no matter what and I don't necessarily mean like some man in the sky I don't know bro I, I still don't know I'm, I'm still figuring it out I, I feel like God's a energy you know I think it can be feminine or masculine I don't fucking know bro I have no clue all right. I have no clue. But yeah, like whether you believe in it or not, like bro, it makes no fucking difference to me. It makes no difference to me. Just for me, I just feel like it it serves me tremendously to really connect with something that I feel is this bigger than me. And I I feel it in my body and I I reflect back on my life in terms of like, how is it that out of everybody, bro, I was the one to rise up? Like, bro, I got I have a cousin, bro, who's fucking homeless, addicted to meth. He's my same age. I grew up with him. Addicted to meth. And I've heard of other people who, I've heard of another person, I'll be more specific, uh, who I went to school with who is homeless, addicted to meth, and just other people, man, who just aren't doing well, you know, just got several kids and, you know, not really working jobs that are uh, fulfilling. And there were people who had so much more potential than I did and who had a better hand than I did. But out of everybody, I was chosen to live the life that I am living. So I don't take that lightly, bro. Like, I'm meant to be who it is that I am. And I know I got a little bit far off into the deep, into the deep end when it comes to this. Um, I, I, just to bring home my point in terms of my beliefs change, bro. And it's possible that when I turn 42, I may very well want kids. Maybe 35. I don't know. I have no clue. Right now, all I know is I got to write this book. I got to get my life together. And, and that's what's important. And, you know, just love the people that I love. And appreciate the journey as much as I can along the way. So that's where I sit. So I hope you're feeling grateful. I, I really hope that you have people in your life that um, really call you to be your best and really believe in you and see the light in you and don't try to control you and just love you for who it is that you are. It's very beautiful. And... See how you can try to unite with somebody else, you know. There's so much division in the world. Give somebody a compliment. That's the challenge. Like, go go out. When you go outside today, wherever you're at, like, and you see somebody's wearing something 
or you think someone looks good, tell them. Their hair looks good. They're beautiful. They're handsome. They're sexy. Whatever it is, give a compliment. And just realize that, bro, like, we all just, we all want the same things. We want to be loved. We want to be appreciated. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. These people who you are making the enemy, they're just like you, bro. They're having the same human experience as you. They experience doubts and insecurities and shame and trauma and challenges. They are no different than you. They are no different than you. They might have certain beliefs about something, but bro, at the end of the day, like, you also have crazy beliefs. I have crazy beliefs. You know you have crazy beliefs. You have stories you tell yourself that you know don't serve you. I have stories that I tell myself that I know, that I tell myself that I know don't serve me. I'm no pretty penny. I'm not perfect. I don't have the best beliefs. I don't have everything figured out. And neither does anybody else. Even though it might seem like it, people are constantly playing this fucking lie. And that's what social media rewards. It rewards people not looking insane it rewards people like it re oh man social media life is fake it's fake and it's hijacked the, the minds of billions of people billions of people but I can't do anything to control that you know I just I just do my best I look to live with as much peace in my mind as much as I possibly can and and help and give as much as I can. So just remember that when you look at somebody, just think like sometimes we, we get so much into judgment because we're feeling insecure, right? We feel insecure about ourselves and we look at somebody else so we might negatively judge somebody. It might it's a, It's a protective mechanism, right? It protects us. It makes us feel like, oh, no, like we get maybe get sucked into our ego or, we you know, we might see someone dress a certain way and we might demean them because, you know, we really just feel insecure and it just makes us feel safe. But take some time to see if you can create some awareness when you see somebody, instead of judging them, just be just in your mind saying, I love you. I know that's crazy. Just, I know it sounds crazy, but just you don't have to say it to them. But when you find yourself maybe in a, in a state of judgment, Replace that thought with I love you and see what that does. See how that changes it. Or even think, yo, that person's having the same exact experience as I am. So that's it. I appreciate you. I love you. I hope you had a great week. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're healthy. I hope your family's healthy. I hope the people that you love are healthy. I hope the people that you love are thriving. I hope the people that you love get the help that they need. I hope you get the help you need. And I'm going to continue to do my best. And sometimes I fall short. And I do my best to pick myself up. But at the end of the day, I'm human. And so is everybody else. So, much love. Talk soon. Peace.